It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Angie, I'm sure you have spent a lot of time over three years helping those 600 families, busting a lot of real estate myths that people probably, you know, walk through your door or you walk through their door to meet with them and find out that they kind of, you know, are under some assumptions that might not be correct. All the time. All the time. Okay, good. good. <laughs> and I feel like it's the same myths that come up time and time again. Okay. So as soon as someone mentions it, I'm like, nope. Not correct. <laughs> there you go. Well, I, yeah. ha- I happen to see this list that the uh, Orlando, don't ask me why we're pulling this from Orlando, it just happened to be who published this. The Orlando Association of Realtors, myth number one they identified was that the longer a home has been on the market, the more negotiable the deal is. I agree. That's 100% a myth. Or I would say maybe 80% a myth. Okay. Um, <laughs> reason being. So sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> first of all, you know, you need to remember if a seller was negotiable, then they would have priced the home right from the very beginning. Okay. You know, if they were anxious to get their home sold, they would have done a price reduction. They probably are more than likely just kind of testing the market. There's no driving force or motivation behind, you know, them selling their home. And so even though their home has been on the market now for 100 days, doesn't necessarily mean that they will just become more negotiable and they will take a slash in the price point because you approach them with an offer. Mm-hmm. I have seen sometimes, once again, now this is maybe the other 20% of sellers where their home's been on the market for a while, they finally get an offer and they say, you know what, we just want out of it. We'll be done with it. You know, so they will accept a lower than normal offer. But typically what I find is we are dealing with a seller who is hardheaded, who doesn't want to be faced with the realization of the market and the price point of where the home really should be listed. And so typically as your home or as a seller's home sits on the market, that does not mean that they're going to be more negotiable. Yeah, it's a great myth to bust on today's show. An 80% myth, as we'll call it. What about this one? An open house must be part of the marketing plan for a home. No, no, that's a myth. And the reason why it's a myth, I can't tell you how many open houses we have hosted and we've had not one single person walk through the doors. I thought everybody liked to party. Uh, Yeah, I would love it that way because we, (laughs) you know, if you're hosting an open house for two to three hours, you want some visitors, right? Right. Because it's boring if there's no one coming through. But the reason being an open house is only um, worthwhile if you are in a high traffic area Mm -hmm. where you will get that drive by traffic you're easy to get to. You know, for example, if you are in the the boonies, you're in the middle of nowhere. If you're hosting an open house, I doubt you that someone will go and drive 45 minutes out of their way to go through that open house. Right. It just, it doesn't happen. Typically what we find, we just have, you know, a, a nosy na- neighbor who swings by, even though we love to see the neighbors. It's, the, that's the the only open houses I've ever driven by and been like, oh yeah, let me go check that out, yeah. have been the ones for the neighbors. I've been like, oh, that'd be fun to go see. But then right. I'm like, you just want to compare your home but to then it. I don't want to be the nosy neighbor right. so I'm 
like, ah, never mind. But some care. some neighbors don't care. <laughs> neighbors don't care. They they're fine with being the nosy neighbor, and right. they will swing right through. Also, you know, you need to be careful at certain price points too to make sure you have the foot traffic that you want in your home. Mm-hmm. Meaning, you know, if you have a, a luxury home, if we are hosting open house there, you know, as someone p- comes through, a potential buyer. We can't say, I mean, we could, but we won't. Hey, let me see your prequal or let me see your proof of funds before you walk through this home. Right. You know, so are the people that are coming through, are they really even able to afford your home and buy your home? Or once again, are they just being looky-loos for ideas? Or is it maybe people that are coming through your home that shouldn't be in your home? So the only time I feel like an open house is a great part of an actual marketing plan typically is a lower price point. I see normally under 300000 is okay. great because we get a lot of, I would say, more first-time home buyers maybe who have not had uh, that connection with a real estate agent yet, or they're in high-traffic areas. Mm -hmm. I think an open house would be great if you don't have a fantastic, like, online presence, which... In today's world, you should have a fantastic online presence, right? I mean, if there's a home I see that's got beautiful photos and all sorts of great stuff, then I'm just going to set up a time to go see it. I'm not going to wait for there to be an open house for it, right? Right. But also, you know, the only successful open houses typically are ones that have a lot of online presence, too. So if we don't market the open house effectively, we're not getting the foot traffic we should get either. So, I mean, I really think an open house is only for those homes that, you know, off of Main Street. They're easy to get to, a lot of visibility, and they're in a certain price range. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, another myth, Angie. A 30-year fixed rate mortgage is the best form of financing. Yeah, definitely a myth. I mean, that's a personal preference based on your personal needs and your finances. I see a lot of people that are taking advantage of an adjustable rate because, you know what, they don't plan to live in that home for, you know, more than five years. Mm-hmm. So they take advantage of the lower interest rate, knowing they're going to sell, so they never have to worry about the interest rate ballooning or increasing. Also, you know, maybe a 15-year mortgage is better for you. You know, yeah. maybe you have the means of 15 or 20-year, the means to put just a teeny bit more towards your mortgage payment. Yeah. But, you know, that's cutting down on the amount going towards interest, you know, if you stretch it out to those 30 years. Yeah. Um, a lot of people so, don't realize you can have a mortgage length of pretty much any length you want. Like, yeah, you, you don't have to fall into those bracketed 30 or 15. You can have yeah. 21 and a half your mortgage. If yeah, you want no, to. you're right. I mean, there's so many options, just like there are um, with down payments. A mm-hmm. lot of people, they feel like, well, the more money I put down, the better the scenario would be for, you know, my whole mortgage plan. Not necessarily, you know, speak with a lender because, you know, sometimes even putting an additional 10,000 down really isn't tweaking your actual mortgage payment all that much. So, you know, you need to decide once again, what works best for your personal situation and your finances when it comes to getting a mortgage. So there's so many different types of programs beyond, you know, fixed rate, adjustable, the timeline as far as like 10, 15, 30 year mortgage. There's also different types of loans. You know, we have USDA. We have VA, conventional, FHA. State employees has, you know, 100% financing through them. Mm -hmm. So, you know, speak with a preferred lender, which we have three wonderful preferred lenders that we work closely with. So if you would like a contact, I would love to connect you with one of them or, you know, more than one of them. But yeah, you know, talk through your options with a lender. Ask for a good faith estimate to compare apples to apples. 
Again, if you want to get in touch with the lender, Angie Cole can help make that connection for you. Or if you want to talk about your home and then the mortgage side of things, either way, Angie can uh, help you kind of guide you through the process, I suppose. Call or text her at 919-538-6477. That's 919-538-6477. All right, Angie, one more myth here that we'll cover is overpricing your house leaves room for negotiation. My guess is kind of could go both ways. Does it leave room for negotiation? Sure. But if you overprice your home, you're not going to see the foot traffic that you should see Mm -hmm. in order to get that offer. You might get lucky and someone might come through the door who's ready to make an offer, but you're only really hurting yourself. Right. It's always best to price your home. Technically not a myth. You do have room for negotiation. Sure. The myth would be if we said, I guess, overpricing your home won't hurt you in the long run. Uh, right. Then it, that would be the myth. Yeah, right? exactly. It's uh, definitely going to hurt you. So yeah, does it leave you room for negotiation personally? Yes, but your home's overpriced. So say, for example, a home should be listed at 200000 but you decided to list it at 210000 because you wanted to leave some room for negotiation. Well, if originally the home should have been listed at 200000 no one will probably get somewhere between one ninety five and two hundred based on comparables. When a buyer makes an offer, you're at two ten. they're still going to expect that one ninety five price point. They're not going to now expect that 200000 price point where we should have started initially. So, you know, overpricing your home actually will more than likely hurt you long run because if you overprice your home, you're getting less showings on your home. So you won't get an offer as quickly. And then the longer your home sits on the market, typically we start to see lower offers. So, you know, price your home right from the beginning. And so if you're thinking about selling your home and you want to know, okay, where should I price my home um, in order to get the most offers and, and offer as quick as possible, we have a great tool that we would love to share with you, which is a wonderful starting point. And so to get an idea of what you should list your home for in today's market, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. So once again, on your smartphone, just text the word listing to the phone number 555-888 and from there we will send you back a text with a link make sure that you do click the link you input your address and then from there we can give you an idea of where you should list your home for in today's market that's all you have to do it starts with a text and the number is 555-888 the word that you use is listing you just text that word put that in the message listing and send it to the number 555-888 just like you're texting a friend what we'll do is send you a text right back and it'll have a link in it that you click on and put in your home's information and you can find out that potential home value if you were to sell in today's market it's a fantastic starting point if you're thinking about selling your home in the near future all you have to do is send that text listing is the word l-i-s-t-i-n-g send that to the number 555-888 and you can find out that potential home value right now stay tuned more coming up on today's show this is the savvy realtor and we'll roll on with more with angie cole next Let's shine a little light on some of the Triangle's best areas right here on the Neighborhood Spotlight.
Thanks for joining us on the Savvy Realtor today. It's time for the Neighborhood Spotlight, a very great part of the show where we find out about new nooks and crannies throughout the Triangle, get to learn about those areas and uh, why you might want to move there. Or if you live there, what the market might look like to possibly move out of that neighborhood or that area. Always enjoy learning about new areas. And uh, Angie, where are you taking us this week? Yeah, so we're going to Durham and we're going to Treyburn. Our listing of the week is in Treyburn, and I thought I would just give you some more details about this wonderful subdivision. So Treyburn is located just north of downtown Durham, kind of in between Highway 501, right near the Little River. Um, Treyburn is a golf course community. So if you decide you want to become a member of the actual golf course section, you definitely can and take advantage of that. The home started uh, being built back in 1989, and they actually have some new construction that's happening in the neighborhood right now as well. Most of the neighborhood is single-family homes, but the new construction are some really, really nice townhomes that they have added into the neighborhood. Okay. The square footage range, I mean, is huge. So, you know, for example, we have the townhomes that are, you know, just over 2,100 square feet. There are some homes that go up to about 11,000 square feet. Wow. Uh, so Eleven, say that again. Not 1,100. 11,000. 11, yes. Okay. So we have a wide range wow. of homes in this neighborhood this as far as... This is a big neighborhood geographically, right? It is. It's definitely, yeah, it's really like spread out. Mm-hmm. You know, there are some neighborhoods within the subdivision, you know, so like pockets of the okay. subdivision. And yeah, like I mentioned, I mean, there's, you know, uh, definitely lots of different styles and sizes and mm-hmm. ages. You know, the homes are going anywhere from, um, we have, you know, some starting as low as 250s, but then going all the way up until over a million. You know, right, right now there's one active and on the market market at 1.25 million. Okay. So yeah, definitely a, a different range of homes, a very just, you know, solid neighborhood in the sense that it's been there for a while, very mature, very wooded, lots of trees. Yep. It is, you know, we have that golf course there, but it definitely wooded lots and very maturity, a lot of maturity behind the whole neighborhood. Yeah. But you can tell that there, there's been a lot of good landscaping as you kind of go through that neighborhood oh, yeah. and people have done a good job kind of taking care of that, of their homes in that area. It's, for it's, sure. It's a nice spot for yeah, sure. we're seeing a lot of homes, um, you know, some are still dated, but other ones where they're going through and just mm-hmm. really, you know, remodeling and updating the interior to kind of bring it up to, you know, the newness. Yeah. Seems like kind of that area, too, where you're you're not in the city, but you're also not like way out in the country. Not far. You're kind, oh, yeah. You're kind of just kind of right on that edge. A good pocket. Yeah. For sure. A good pocket. That's a good way to view it, for sure. All right. So that's this week's uh, Neighborhood Spotlight. If you'd like to get more information about this neighborhood, whether you're looking to move into or out of Treyburn, you can give Angie Cole and her team a call 919-538-6477 puts you directly in touch with angie you can call or text her at that number as well if you'd like to spark up a conversation about buying or selling here in the triangle it's just a simple phone call and again that number is 919-538-6477 that's 919-538-6477 that's this week's neighborhood spotlight and there's more to come on the savvy real tour stay tuned It's time for the mailbag. We want to hear from you. Tilly in Holly Springs. Tilly, I like the name, by the way, says, How long do you think it would take for my home to sell if we listed in the next few weeks? It's a solid starter home in a good neighborhood. 
Tilly, this is um, honestly a tough question just for me to answer yeah. without knowing your exact location, your neighborhood, your price point, because those are all factors that come into play when we're looking at average sure. days on the market. What I can tell you, Tilly, in 2018, I know we're into 2019, but just pretty much you know, up until now, average days on the market for all of our MLS in our Triangle MLS was at 23 days. But for our team, we were at 11. So, you know, average days on the market, I would say for most neighborhoods and price points should be under 30 days. But once again, Tilly, if you have an $800,000 home, you know, more than likely your average days on the market will be higher than that. But to get a good idea, we would definitely need to meet with you in person. And from there, we can share with you what we're seeing within your specific market. And that in return should kind of give you, you know, a basis to go off of. Um, But Tilly, if you are thinking about about selling your home, a great way to get started, of course, is always to understand an idea of what your home would go for in today's market. And to do that, we have a great tool that we would love to share with you. So from your smartphone, you can text the word listing to the phone number 555 555- 888. And from there, we will then be able to generate and send you back an idea of what your home would be worth in today's market. So once again, just take out your phone and text the word listing to the phone number 555-888. Make sure though you go through all of the steps because from there we will send you back a text with a link. Make sure that you click the link, you input your address, and from there we will then send you an idea of what your home is worth. So once again, if you're thinking about selling your home in 2019, a great way to get started is by texting the word listing to the phone number 555 555- 888. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. 